Hey loves, welcome to The Quick Tip. I'm your host, Dejada. And I'm Kamisa, and we are a part of the team at Sister Afia Community Mental Wellness in Chicago. The Quick Tip is a podcast where we discuss relatable topics and Black women's mental wellness. We provide thoughtful reflections, quick tips, and leave you with some things to take action on to improve your mental wellness. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Tip Podcast. This is your host, Kamisha. And I'm Dejada. And we have come to the end of the road for season four of the Quick Tip Podcast. This season, we did a deep dive into self-worth and also Black women's experiences at work. So Dejada and I are going to share our highlights, aha moments, favorite moments from season four. So, Dejada, like, what was the episode that, like, gave you the most aha moments or, like, really resonated with you the most? I would say definitely a, a couple episodes in the series that focused on the Black women at work. I think, though, a lot of those episodes resonated with me because of me changing workplace, leaving one workplace, going to another, and just not having, it being a toxic workplace, pretty much. And just feeling alone in that place um, of like, man, this feels toxic because I would talk to my other coworkers in a workplace and they're like, no, I love my boss. I'm happy to be here. and you know, another coworker saying like, well, it could be worse. (laughs) And I started to invalidate how I was feeling like, okay, maybe what I'm experiencing, I'm making up in my head. Uh, But it really impacts me in outside of work like I it, it it made my it changed my self-esteem like I just didn't feel as confident in myself and my skill set and just having a conversation with Dr. Kamani I like it, it just helped me realize I was in a toxic workplace and there are other black women experiencing this and we can leave like yes this is how I support my myself but there are there's a place out there or a organization that I can create myself because I have a good, strong skill set and talents, but there's better out there and I shouldn't stay stuck in that situation. And though I left my that job before we recorded the episode, it helps me looking back. Um, and... It's helping me heal because even though I left that place, it still impacts me today. And so just remembering that conversation, it was just, it was just really, it's helpful in my healing process. I feel like that was answer. (laughs) No, no, but I felt all of it. That conversation with Dr. Kamani was so validating and affirming to what, Black women have gone through in the workplace. Like, I don't know one Black woman who has not had a negative experience or has been in a toxic workplace. 
And so I think the way that she was like, no, this is happening. And Hope, like, you can leave your toxic job. Like, you do not have to stay there. There are other opportunities out there that can be more aligned with you. And so I definitely appreciated that conversation and just Dr. Kamani's work with just, like, helping Black women to have lives full of, like, ease and comfortability, but also to be able to work in workplaces that really respect who they are as people. And then secondarily, like what they bring to the table in terms of work. Um, for me, the episode that hit home the most was the value from within with their idea. That episode just focusing on self-worth and like finding value in just like who you are as a person, regardless of what you can do or have done, was really um, moving for me and hit home because for me like all of my life I've been very goal oriented and so some of me reaching or not reaching a goal can affect how I see myself or how I experience like the world and even my nonprofit coach she was like I need you to get out of this binary thinking around you know goals and accomplishments and all these other things and so that conversation really just like hit home is like, no, Kamisha, you are valuable, lovable, worthy, just as you are, regardless of what you can do or have done. Mm-hmm. So that that episode, I think I needed it, <laughs> you know, to have that reminder. And I just like Dr. Adia's work in terms of what she's doing to say like, women, you are worthy. You don't have to do all these things to prove that you deserve good things and deserve to be absolutely that topic hit home for me too but for different well the same but different reasons i i i'm struggling with self-worth and self-esteem and you know like when someone's trying to tell and she wasn't even trying to tell me about myself and that's how i know i'm guilty like that's how i know i'm struggling with it and I was in denial. I was just like, you know, because I, I I can be a confident person and I can walk a room. But like at the end of the day, when I'm by myself, do I think I'm worthy? Do I think I think that in order to be valuable, like I and I and that's the thing. I shouldn't look at it like that. But I, I do feel in order to be valuable, I have to do something or yeah, I just, I'm still in the process of understanding that I am worth everything that I, how can I, I am, what am I trying to say? I don't have to do anything to be loved, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's, it's something I've, struggle with my entire life. Like I just always felt like I had to bring something to the table in order to be considered or worthy of anything and trying to unlearn that. I don't like, I'm struggling. Like I don't, cause even right now, even ha- after having a conversation, I'm like, how do I still walk into work and seeing myself as valuable if I come to work feeling sick? 
And it's something natural. I'm sick today and I'm calling off, but now I feel like I'm no longer, I don't hold the same value as I did yesterday when I felt okay. (laughs) Causes me to be, to overwork myself and not take a break and become just tired and exhausted. And I'm struggling with that right now. And I'm, that's something I really need to work on because yeah, I'm worthy of love, worthy of acceptance to just be alive, to breathe, to rest. Um, yeah. And, and I'm really grateful to have the quick tip to one, learn new things from the black, these black women experts who's doing the work and also just to reflect. I feel like I've every season I've done a lot of reflecting and every time we do recap, I'm like, you know, this stuck with me because I'm in that phase right now. Like it just always feel like I'm able to relate and we do come up with the topics together, which is probably why. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just, I'm, I'm really grateful for the quick tip as a host (laughs) because it helps me reflect and take these things and apply it to my life. Yeah, so I, I've taken away a lot of things from here. What have you taken away from the quick tip? Man, so much. I am totally like, I reflect as I'm talking, like, ooh, you know, <laughs> talking to the different guests or even in episodes where we don't have guests, like it's like processing, thinking, reflecting out loud. And I think both you and I are honest in our conversations. Um, when we're together, but also when we have the guests, um, experts or um, guest uh, speakers for yeah. the podcast. And so I think one thing that I've enjoyed is just having those real, honest, vulnerable conversations around these different topics that are affecting us personally, but also just so many other people. For me, some of my takeaways were from the self-worth series when we talked about redefining self-care with Taylor Morrison Mm -hmm. is that like self-care is way more simple than we'd be making it. Like we'd be making it real hard and it's really easy to access and to be able to do. Like today, for example, I was doing some work and then I started to feel like some tension in my back and I was like I'm going to take a 30 minute break like this work can wait that to me was like self-care in the moment instead of trying to like push through or think I had to do just something huge to be able to like access self-care for myself um and then also just like when we were talking about thriving thinking like our mindsets are really really important and it really impacts like how we experience the world and also how we respond to different things. So just being able to talk about like the the way in which like these things that we how we may think can just shift our whole world and just thinking of ways that we can think in ways that shift things in a direction to where like you want to be in your life. Yes. That's very true. I like Taylor, period. Um, like, that's, I'll go, I'll go ahead. Yes. Okay, we froze. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so for you, what were some of your takeaways from the self-work series? 
Well, one, I would just like to say I like Taylor, period. That like that's the sense. Um <laughs> when I went to a retreat maybe last year at Lululemon and she had a session and she was telling us that whatever we do, keep a, a self-care checklist in your back pocket. And I keep that in my journal. <laughs> and and it's just something that I just still have and hold on to because it's valuable for me. I'm always looking to one, I'm I'm kind of I'm a workaholic. Um <laughs> to put it out there. I'm a walk workaholic and I don't know how to sit down. Even if it's not like my job, I'm doing something in the house. Like I don't know how to sit down and having that self-care checklist allows me to rest and sit because that's one of the things like if I look at it that's the first thing I'm doing I'm resting and like you said self-care is simpler than we think and I know she was talking about how Sunday she would take a bath and that would be her thing and I self-care is still in process for it's, it's something that's a work in progress for me but there are little things that I'm doing, steps that I'm taking. And right now, self-care for me looks like setting a goal and working toward it. So one goal that I set for myself is to, I'm an avid nail biter. <laughs> and I want to get away from fake nails or acrylic nails. And so I've been... And I like getting my nails done. And so that's a way that I care for myself. But I'm going even further with breaking that unhealthy habit. And I'm rewarding myself with the manicure in a month. So that's something I took. the self. What I took away from the self-worth series was self-care. But reframing it from what it looks like on the internet to something that is important and valuable for me and my lifestyle. Um, Because I don't think I, I would struggle to make the time to take a bath every Sunday night and sit there and relax. Like, I'm like, I can take a quick 10 minute shower, <laughs> you know, like, but it, it, it's harder for me to stop biting my nails, but I know that's something that'll help me personally. And that's, that's what self-care looks like for me right now, growing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that the like starting with like a habit that you want to shift or you want to break is something and like how you're going to reward yourself at the end with a manicure (laughs) it's like i can do this and i can you know take care of myself for the black women at work series a lot of takeaways from that but one of the things that I enjoyed about the interview with Titani was just like how a lot of people are moving into entrepreneurship because they've had bad work environments and because they want to create something that's better than what has existed before. So I really resonate with that in terms of like how I've operated as an entrepreneur thinking about all the bad work experience I've had, the good work experiences and trying to create something that's like the best of both worlds as much as possible. Um, But also that people feel more agency or feel more in control when they're able to create their own 
And so I really like enjoyed that conversation. And then like, you know, black women experiencing toxic or difficult workplaces, like community is just so important and navigating that, whether it's like women who have very similar experiences or just like your own support system, if you're navigating a difficult workplace was something that I really took away from Farah, from Emily, and also from Dr. Kamani, that like that sense of community and support is really, really necessary throughout your life, but just as you're now, if you're, if you have to navigate a difficult workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hundred percent true. And just knowing that you can find that community anywhere, like it doesn't even have to be a work bestie or a therapist through EAP. It could literally be like, I'm in a a bunch of Facebook groups for executive assistants and we come there and share simple frustrations. Like, you know, we put snacks out for visitors and no one ate them. I worked hard doing this. And people in the comments like, oh, well, we typically, our feelings are heard about, are not heard about it because we enjoy eating the snacks after. And <laughs> um, it's just, it's the smallest to the biggest things. And I, being a part of those communities are very helpful. So definitely, if you are looking for a community to be a part of outside of work, uh, definitely look into like Facebook groups or meetup.com because there are a lot of people out there to connect with. I would say some, the biggest takeaway for me when it comes to Black Women, the Black Women at Work series is the emotional intelligence episode with Farah because I... I'm I'm a very sensitive person <laughs> and I take things personally and that's a part of emotional intelligence, knowing that about myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I knew that about myself, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to navigate that with being in situations at work that dealt with other people's emotions And so definitely, like, I've been holding on to checking how I feel at the door or before I enter a conversation that could be heavy or it could be having a conversation about altercation that happened between me and another coworker and wanting to resolve that issue, but still having strong feelings about it can, that can cause the conversation to be unproductive and I know that I have I know that one I'm working on providing feedback whether it's good or bad but learning how to check my emotions before the conversation allows me to come in with a clearer mind but also see things from their perspective and be open and honest when we're having a conversation so things can be resolved. And yeah, I just really appreciated that conversation because not only can I be better when it comes to emotional intelligence at work, but also just in my personal life in general. Um, Yeah. Yeah, emotional intelligence is very valuable in all places in life. And I think that's one thing are really talked about, like... Mm -hmm. 
it's not just at work, but it's for every, it can be applied everywhere. Yes. Um, is there anything from the workplace series that you've applied to your outside life, like outside of work? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say one just being, I think we're in an interesting time right now in terms of the workplace, particularly from a manager standpoint or director standpoint, because people are speaking up more about what they like, what they don't like about the workplace, what they're going to take, what they're not going to take. And so for me, I think the Black Women at Work series, because pretty much everybody on this obvious team identifies as a person of part of the African diaspora or a black woman is just to be mindful of those things to make sure that I'm creating as healthy as a workplace as possible and also being able to read the room as well. I think there have been times where there's been a meeting and something comes, I can feel there's a shift in a room, right? And not being afraid to say, to like, go deeper, like I'm noticing a little quietness or hesitancy, what are y'all feeling in this moment? Um, And being able to be okay with having those challenging conversations about the workplace and also if there's any critiques or challenges that people may have with my leadership. So I think the Black Women at Work series just really helped me to kind of put that, like put that into focus more because you you can't have a thriving workplace without people who are thriving in whatever work that they're doing. And especially as Black women, you know, the last thing that we want to experience is a terrible workplace from another Black woman. Yes, absolutely. I think that's uh, very great that y'all are uh, having conversations, difficult conversations about just like, you know, the vibe change in, in the meeting. Like, I think that just opens the door to them understanding that they can have conversations with you and their other, with their coworkers about just how they feel in the work. That's just like a, a great culture to have. And I definitely, I, I miss Safia. <laughs> You're still with us today. You're still with I, us. Yes, right? And you, the crazy part is so many Somebody reached out to me today. Like people will reach out to me like, hey, I see that you're a part of a therapy organization and I'm looking for therapy. And I'd be like, oh yeah, like I can tell you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Work there, um, which I love that one, they feel comfortable to come to me and be like, hey, I'm looking for therapy. I really want to sign up or I'm looking to put my child in therapy. Can you help me out with resources? And yeah, like I love being a part of Sasafia and I never want to not be a part of it. So if you ever want to hire me to just hire you for some again, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we definitely love you being a part of the team. And it, yeah, it was it was hard for me emotionally when you left. I never confessed that, but <laughs> sure. yeah. Yeah, she's about to get emotional now. No, oh my no, gosh. No. no, we can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you, Dejada, for just being a part of the Quick Tip Podcast. For those who do not know, Dejada was the one who came up with the idea of having a short form podcast for Sasafia. So it's been great 
like this season, I really enjoyed these last two seasons of the Quick Tip Podcast and just everything that you shared. And I know I get feedback from people. They're like, I just feel like you got a Gen Z and a millennial and y'all just vibing real well together. <laughs> but that people feel like we're we're able to offer, you know, different topics and conversations that are relevant. Um, and so, yeah, y'all, this is the end of season four. So if you haven't listened to all the episodes, please rewind, go back, or even if you may be thinking about a specific topic, like I know on our website, you can go and just type in anxiety and you'll see an episode come up. So if there's something that you don't see right away, like feel free to look on our podcast page for a episode that resonates with you and just stay connected to Sister Afi on Instagram, um, visit our website if you're interested in therapy, groups and classes, and most importantly, community. So Dejada, do you have any any final words for season four? Yes, I I get nervous when I have to talk on a podcast. Am I, am I serious? But yeah, thank y'all for tuning in and listening. And I really hope that y'all enjoyed season three and or, season four I was saying season three and season four because I mean I guess I like all the seasons but those are the most recent and I really just been enjoying sharing just my story and tips and feedback and I hope that y'all are able to grow and learn with us as well and yeah that's all I have I hope that we (laughs) you know have another season or just just be able to provide something for you all in the future to help you all on your mental wellness journey. Thank you for having me, Kanisha. Yes, absolutely. So thank you all so much for listening. And as I always say, take care of all of you and be well. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Quick Tip Podcast with Sister Afia. Stay connected with us by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Sissa Afia. Join us for one of our upcoming groups, classes, or workshops, and sign up for therapy if you're an Illinois resident at www.sissaafia.com services. And if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate you for being a part of our community and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care.